John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, Ed. Yeah. What would you do if you wanted to meet us? I would go to Uptown Espresso in beautiful West Seattle. Yeah, we're going to do a thing. Yeah. A meet and greet. Uh, meet cute. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's what the kids do, meet cutes. Meet cutes. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're in Seattle yeah. and want to come see beautiful West Seattle, Ugh. go to Uptown Espresso. It's on California Avenue. Don't go to the Delridge one. Go to the one on beautiful California Avenue. Yep. And we will be there on October 27th. At noon. Noon. Yeah. About an hour. We'll hang out for about an hour in beautiful Uptown Espresso. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's great. Bye. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. This is the High Game Podcast. The High Game Podcast, Ed. What do we talk about, John? Oh, man, we talk about guitars, beverages, and all kinds of stuff. That's cool. Where do we record this podcast, John? From a beautiful, beautiful basement in beautiful West Seattle. It's... Weirdly, like it's that fall day where it's 75 degrees and kind of that fall sun, you know, that's like low in the sky. And yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. It's like a football game. Yeah, exactly. Weather. Yep, yep. Football game weather, folks. Yeah. It's not raining. Yesterday it was just pouring. I go out and we've got a bunch of steps that go up to the front door. Yes. Concrete steps. Yes. And when it rains, you have to be very careful on the Peterson steps. And I don't know what it is, but we get snails with the hard shell, you know, and they just go on our steps when it rains. You've mentioned this before and how they scream when you step on them. (laughs) Well, I just have to make a point to like look down and pick up the snails and put them back in the grass. I get really disturbed when I'm walking. When I walk down the steps and I hear that crunch and Uh, I just know. There they are. Mm-hmm. Pulling themselves up to yeah. avoid drowning. Bootstraps. And here comes Ed. Yeah. 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 And then I kill him. <laughs> That's an analogy for America. Ooh. You know? Yeah. Okay. What do you got over there, John? 
talking about a pretty nice guitar today, Ed. I love it. Beverages. Yes, Ed, beverages. Yeah, that was beautiful. Tammy Wynette? Stand By Your Man. Stand By Your Man by Tammy Wynette. I used to sing that in karaoke. Did you? Yeah. What do we got for beverages? We got something (laughs) different going on here. We went to a different store today. Yeah. Here in beautiful West Seattle. And we got the weed beverages. Yeah, we bought CBD drinks, which you can buy just like in some special little area. I got Vibes. V-Y-B-E-S. So did I. I got blueberry mint. I got peach ginger. Oh, man. Does it have anything pithy to say about the the CBD? Oh, it's, you know, V-Y-B-E-S is just like these fucking stoner dudes making this thing. They're like tech stoners, you know? (laughs) For too long, we've ignored the physical and emotional toll that living in this fast-paced, chaotic world has caused to our mind, body, and spirit. Drink weed, bitches. Uh... Always and forever, organic, vegan vibes made with 100% real love. Jesus. And weed. 25 milligrams of hemp extract in this here blueberry mint bevy. But it's CBD, right? It's not actually psychoactive. It's supposed to help with like joint pain and bullshit like that. Help you sleep. I'm there with the old man aches. Sure, sure. It tastes really good. And this is uh, Los Angeles, apparently. Classic. But it also doesn't say what it is, what class. It doesn't say flavored water. It doesn't say tea. It doesn't say juice. Uh, It doesn't even say beverage. And that's kind of a requirement for us. For a beverage. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't suspect I'm going to get super fucked up, but here's to hoping. I don't know any Grateful Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what this is, Ed? I do know what that is. We probably need to hurry through this episode in case we start imagining things. Right. Pretend fucked up. Mm -hmm. Uh, This, Ed, is a Stratocaster. Yeah. How many of these have we done on this show? Uh, Zero. Zero Fender Stratocaster. And I'll tell you why we have done zero. Yeah. Stratocaster is a really big subject. The sheer number of makes and models they've made over the years and the sheer number of people that have played them. Where would you even start with a Stratocaster? Ed and I have decided to really hone in on a very specific subsection of them. Mm-hmm. And within that subsection, a very specific time frame. Subsection. Hardtails. Ugh. Time frame? Yeah. 1970s. 70s hardtail. 70s hardtail Stratocasters. Okay. Let me give you a little quiz, Ed. Quiz time. Yeah. We know the Stratocaster came out in 1954. Mm-hmm. And it has been in continuous production ever since. Okay. We find ourselves in 2019. Mm-hmm. You do the math. That's a long time. I'm not going to. It's a CBD. You can't. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 46 plus 20 would be 66 minus 1 is 65. Is that right? 65 years of continuous production of that fucking guitar? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so in those 65 years, yeah. how many of those years do you suppose they even offered hardtail as an option? 65 years. I'm going to say 15. 64. Every year but one they've had a hardtail. Every tail. year except the first year. Wow, really? You could get 
hardtail as an option. Huh. Isn't that crazy? You never see it. On the face of it, maybe it wasn't popular. Maybe everybody liked the trem arm and it sounded better. Why not just have that? But even the people that blocked the trem, you know, shove a piece of wood back there so sure. the trem arm won't move, preferred to do that because they liked the way the string sounded being strung through that big block of metal that trem hmm. arm was attached to. Hmm. Whether that's the case or not, I don't really know. Every year but one. Okay, cool. Totally. So this thing, Ed, mm -hmm. this particular example is 1973. Yeah. Three-way pickup switch. Oh, really? Can you hit me with the briefest of histories of like the three-way versus five-way? Sure. The okay. briefest I could do for you, yeah. Ed, is okay. to say the switch was a three-way until 1977. Oh, well, that's a Is pretty... that brief enough? <laughs> Neck. Yep. Bridge. And you only had that one in between? Yeah. So a lot of people were finding a space. I'm going to see if I can do it. Between the, the positions. Yeah, you it found kinda, it there. So I, I guess enough players were doing that that by 77 they thought, well, let's make a five-way. I think uh, that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I think if I were to grab one of these, I'd probably just put a five-way in it. Yeah. I love this guitar. Yep. I've always wanted a 1970s hardtail Stratocaster in mocha, which is what this is. Yep. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, uh, I always like them. I've known forever that that's your guitar. The guitar you're holding is the one guitar I know you want that you don't own. Yep. That's the one guitar. Yep. Rundown. Yeah. It's string through as opposed to top-loaded strings. Mm-hmm. Three single coils. Interestingly, Ed, do you see the pole bangers? Yeah. See, they're staggered. Yep. Some are higher than others. Yep. To kind of aid in balancing the tone across the output of each of the individual strings. Individual bangers, yeah. They would not always do that. They would switch to just all same height later on. Yeah. In the 70s. And that starts to get at what people's problems were with Fender in the 70s. Okay. In ticking off what those problems were, most of them now in 2019, to my mind, don't matter anymore. So in the 70s, people were bitching at Fender. Quality control has gone to shit. Yeah. You get these things that are built like crap. And they were heavy. Weight increased in the 70s, right? They were trying to not cut corners. Well, maybe cut corners. Mm -hmm. I don't know gain efficiency in production sure leverage their synergies yeah. in the beginning of the 70s when this came out this is 73 they were still using alder okay it weighs whatever it weighs mm -hmm. uh by 74 they switched to ash mm -hmm. ash is a heavier wood much heavier wood junior the cat's here hi junior yeah so heavier wood Alder in 73. Yeah, and then they switched to Ash. Okay. Much heavier. I don't think my 78 is, like, obnoxiously heavy. I don't either. So, fit and finish. By the time we get hold of this, right. either it's been worn down to where it's fine, yeah, or it's been fixed. In right. fact, this guy yeah. that we got from Thunder Road Guitars, from Uncle Frank, right. has had an entire refret. Do you think Frank knows we call him Uncle Frank? Do you think Frank loves that we call him Uncle Frank? I got to imagine he loves it. Term of endearment? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Creepy <laughs> fucking Uncle Frank. 
over there <laughs> sitting in his guitar store just like oh, chomping on his cigars exactly <laughs> creepy uncle frank yeah we love him hell yeah we come do. on uh they had the three tilt screw neck tilt adjustment neck plate bolt neck thing yeah three screws in the neck plate they went from four mm-hmm. to three mm-hmm. in the 70s a lot of people bitched like oh man it makes the neck slop around you know slop back and forth not true sure the reason the neck slopped around is the pocket carved out for the neck was sloppy yeah that explanation doesn't really help matters much hmm. yeah uh, right. but i've never played one where the neck slopped around my tele deluxe stays in tune all day long all day long. Wake up the next day, still in tune. That's great. The bullet truss rod. Yep. Easier to adjust the neck from up there on the top. I do love that. You've skipped the best thing about this. The big headstock. Big 70s Strat headstock. Big 70s Strat headstock. I love it. Hardtails. Yep. Whether it's this 70s example or mm. other hardtails. Yeah. Have had their champions. Some people even walked away with their own signature model hardtail strats. Can I think of who that is? I cannot. Somebody who doesn't have a hardtail signature model, but plays a 70s hardtail like this. Okay. May I hot seat you, Ed? Is Uh, it Sting? It is not Sting. Okay. This song is from pretty recent. Ugh. 2018? Ugh. Hardtail Strat. Okay. Is that is that Steve Malkmus? It is. <laughs> right at the end, there's that weird little like dissonant. Right at that point, it's like, oh, that's yeah, that's Malkmus guitar playing. Yeah, if you let the vocals come. In. Yeah. How about that, John? Do you get what I just did? It was great. Uh, that is actually fairly amazing when someone is that distinctive in their playing that right. you can like oh that's Malkmus. Yeah. Why didn't you call up Steve Malkmus and ask him to be on this episode, John? I should have. Yeah. You know, he and I go way back. <laughs> yeah. People were bummed out that Fender switched over to black hardware in the 70s. Yeah. I don't think I'm really into that. I like it. Yeah. Did I say hardware? I meant the plastic. Yeah, the plastic. Yeah, the plastic parts, not not the metal parts. It's when it's like black and white. They did that for a reason. Yeah, because they had to use it all up. Right. Oh, look! It's a black pickguard with white pickup covers and white knob covers. Yeah. And then eventually, oh, it's all black now. All black into it's the zebra thing that I'm not into. They were using up parts. Classic. You know that's cool. I don't know that I actually fault them for that. No, I guess I do fault them for it. When they're mix and matching. They also discontinued a lot of the cool colors they had been using. Yeah. Up until that point, they were using the DuPont automotive colors. So oh, you'd right. You have your like yep. full of anything reds and yeah. anything you want. Right. So natural, white, black, mocha. At some point in the 70s, they did that Antigua thing. That's what you get. Mocha is such a weird color. I would almost guess this is closer to what it looked like when it was hanging in the store. And a lot of them you see nowadays are just softer. Yes. Right? Like this... The finish on it's great. It's just I would never pick that as a color. It's like kind of... Yeah, it's mocha. 
Some people call it doo-doo brown. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> That's sort of a Law & Order SVU kind of sound you just did there. Man. Yeah. Mocha, what's your deal? I don't know. When I first saw it and really dug it, the example I saw was beat to hell. Yeah. That's what I liked about that. Yeah, I could see that. Some people also didn't like that the pickups were underwound. And mm -hmm. I don't mean in the way that some boutique makers will deliberately underwind a pickup right. today because they're looking for a sound. Yeah. It was just sloppy work. Right. Some people thought they sounded underpowered. Some people thought they sounded too trebly and abrasive. Yep. I think that's another one of those things that history has caught up to. The kind of music being made these days. If you don't have a pedal or an amp that can adjust that out of it. Right. Or are playing music that that's cool. Right. Yeah. I guess that's a bummer. But <laughs> otherwise, I mean, that doesn't sound too abrasive to me. What kind of dirt do you got over there? This, Ed. Yeah. Is a solo sound tone bender made by our friends, the Macaris in England. Jolly old England. Is it London, Ed? You were there. I was there, yeah. And I went in and they were lovely. They were lovely folk. And they had a shit ton of tone benders in there. I take it that Macaris and the tone bender people are sister companies dating back to roughly the same time, late 50s, early mid-60s. Yeah. And so somehow Macari's is now the sole maker. Yeah, and they had... Of Tonebender. They had old, old, old examples, like in the case. And they were like, oh, here, take a look at this one. Just like showing me all these things. And I just walked in and like, oh, this place is great. Like didn't say anything and... They were super nice and were like grabbing guitars off the wall. And like, it was a very cool shop. Oh, that's They're, great. Yeah. That's always good to hear. Yeah. And they had a lot of very cool vintage jazz masters in the window. They had a bunch of Rickenbacker stuff, bunch of Fender stuff. It's a cool little shop. So hunt that place down. Yeah. This pedal. Yeah. It has two knobs on it. Right. Exactly. One is level and one is attack. <laughs> Play some like a uh, Hendrixy double stoppy thing. Like that. Whew. There's a cat that has a signature Stratocaster. Okay. Hardtail. Okay. It was one of the cooler things I'd ever seen, and I wouldn't have thought it would be my deal. Okay. See if you can tell me, Ed. Who this is? I'm going to put you on the on the hot seat again. Oh, okay. And then okay. we'll talk about this cat's deal. <laughs> oh, you love it, don't you? Man, that's a heavy sound for a Strat. That guy's name is Jim Root, and his band, Slipknot. <laughs> uh, sure. You know what his signature hardtail Strat is? Uh, First off, the fretboard is ebony. 
Okay. So it's black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The body and headstock match. They are black. Okay. All the hardware is black. Okay. The plastic parts are black. The pickups are black. It's murdered out. There is one knob. Okay. It's a master volume. Okay. And pickup selector between two pickups that are EMGs. My one thing was, that's a pretty heavy sound for a Strat. Like, I don't know how he's getting that out of a Strat. Oh, that's how he's getting yeah. it out of a Strat. But it looks really cool. Yeah. Today's Reverb, Ed, brought yes. to you by the fine folks at Electro Harmonics. This is a holier grail. Yeah. Reverb pedal. Classic. Doing some Sweet Jane for us. Yeah. That's, that's some nice 70s. Uh, it turns out a lot of people prefer the hardtail. Hit me with some hardtail action, John. Hardtail action. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want another hot seat? We don't have to hot seat if you don't want to. I don't think I'll be able to pull another Malcolmus out, but but I'll give it a shot. All right. Oh, this is uh, Blink-182? It is. <laughs> Tom DeLong. Yeah. Tom DeLong from Blink-182. Yeah. Signature hardtail strap, one pickup. Yeah, with a humbucker in it though right yep tom delong he just released some ufo footage that the navy confirmed it's like the gun tracking system of a navy fighter jet and what he released was the footage of the jet and then the pilots talking over the top of it and they're like oh my god like freaking out really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then the navy confirmed Ooh. Yes, this is actual footage, and no, he should not have released it. Because well, you know, where did he get it? Tom DeLong is massive in the UFO community. Is he a Navy pilot? <laughs> no, he's a UFOologist. Once upon you a know. time, yeah, uh, my beautiful bride Monica and I mm -hmm. were driving across the country. Sure, we thought let's go to the International House of Pancakes UFO Museum. Oh, sure, in Roswell, New Mexico. Okay. Because why not? Yeah. We'll make a day of it. Right. We'll, we'll go there. We'll do the whole thing. It'll, yep. be, it'll be great. We'll take pictures. Sure. So we went and got some food. Yep. We bought a roll of tinfoil. Yeah. And we oh. made hats. Oh, that's probably not great. The people that were in the International UFO Museum in yes. Roswell, New Mexico, yes. did not appear to think that that was no. appropriate. I could... <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I think I could have guessed that, you know. Well, now I'm a hardcore believer. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're, they're watching. Uh, they were not into that, huh? Open mockery of their beliefs they were not into? I thought I was just being cautious. <laughs> you know that the CIA has said that tinfoil would actually amplify the getting into the brain well, pan. of course they would say that. <laughs> That's of what, course. I'm yeah. just saying... Tom DeLonge's got his shit together. I wonder if he has a tinfoil hat. No. Great fine. Why so mean? I don't know. It's probably the CBD. Oh. It's got me all jacked up. It's the weed water. Yeah. You know, this thing plays really well. I don't feel like I'm fighting this guitar. Okay. 1973 this is. They made these like mocha-y 
till like 81. They kept doing signature models. This one I did not know about, Ed. So I'm just going to go ahead and play it for you. Is this a hot seater? Would this be unfair? No, 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 we're no. going to go ahead and do it. Okay. Is it Sleater Kenny? No. Is it PJ Harvey? No. We've got to strong and steady spots. Then how am I still here? Smashing pumpkins. It is. Huh. I did not know that before he moved on to Les Pauls or whatever, he started out like all the Siamese dream stuff. Oh, and totally. All that. It was a strat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a hardtail. Huh. Yeah. Just had not occurred to me that that's a hardtail. That was so well known that they gave him his own signature model of that guitar in 2009. Okay. Quite a bit later. It had DiMarzio pickups just like the original did. Yeah. Wound specifically for the instrument. So I don't know if they were called like Billy Corgan style DiMarzio pickups. String through the hardtail bridge, jumbo frets. The thing that I thought was cool on the reissue was that it was nitro. Yeah. The finish, but it was satin. That's cool. That song was called Seek and You Shall Destroy, 2018. That's pretty good. It's good sound on this thing. How far off the Holy Grail? Is this the one? Sound-wise, feel-wise, all of that? Yeah. At this point, you're just talking aesthetics. Are the aesthetics enough that you would just go like, this one's not it? The aesthetics disqualify this. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. 73, that's the kind of the beginning of this run. Yeah. As far as I know or can recall... Pretty mellow, peaceful time in the U.S., don't you think? Right in the middle of Watergate. (laughs) (laughs) OPEC. That was the year that OPEC put the screws to the people consuming oil. When Carter comes in and decides, hey, I'm going to put solar panels on the roof of the White House and we're going to start using alternative energy in response to some of this OPEC bullshit, maybe had we stuck to that. Instead of Ronald Reagan coming in and specifically ripping them off, maybe we'd be in a different spot. Yep. Zombie movies get popular during times of social unrest. That's a thing. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. You know what was invented in 1973? First year of... What? The jet ski. The jet ski? Yeah. The thing that flies. The fucking shitheads in like Lake Havasu in Florida out there on the water fucking drinking booze with their mullets and their... Florida, man. Exactly. That's about it for this thing, Ed. Oh, yeah? I like it a lot when we do an episode and one of us falls in love with the guitar. And and ends up having to to buy it. That is nice. Yeah. Three single coils? Yeah. Definitely has a place in someone's arsenal. Oh. For sure. It's a Strat. Yeah. So, like, if you are in the market for a 1973 Mocha Strat with a hardtail. Yes. And key, a Rosewood fretboard. Yes. This will be available at Thunder Road. John's not going to buy it. That's right. But you should. You should totally buy it. Mocha is 100% not my jam. The viewer should buy it. 
Oh, the viewer, a absolutely. Vi- the viewer should go see Uncle oh, Frank. sure. In fact, Uncle Frank should change the name of Thunder Road Guitars to Uncle Frank's Guitars. That would be awesome. Is Frank 30? He might even be like 33 or something. Uncle Frank, putting on the years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> go in there. Pick that thing up. Buy yeah. it. John's not going to. No. Holding out for that maple. While you're waiting for that to happen, yeah. go to Patreon. Sure. Yeah, check us out. www.patreon.com slash the high gain. The high gain. That is yeah. correct. And yeah. you know what? At, you know, the at little at yeah, yeah, sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the high gain? Right. That's all you got to know. Oh, pretty much anywhere. And then go find us. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Twitters, Instagrams, Facebooks. Yep. All that shit. You know where else? Uh, com. Yeah. You could go to LinkedIn and do that. <laughs> is that true? It is. Did you do that this week? Yes. Did you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Our LinkedIn profile. You know, so if you need a reason to be looking at us at work. Right. Oh, there you go. Go right. to LinkedIn. Go to LinkedIn. Oh, no. Oh. Me, well, that, may, that, that means you're looking for a job, doesn't it? So don't do that at work. Oh, right. Right. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I don't know what your job is. Maybe your job is to scour LinkedIn. Yeah. And make recruiter contacts. Right. For, for the, all the recruiters out there, they could the, totally go to. Yeah. For your totally bogus quota that you have to meet. Right. Where you right. can say you contacted 100 people this yeah. week. Yeah. You, you can contact the high gain. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk guitars with you. Yeah. You know, and yeah. CBD. We'll get all fucked up on CBD yeah. drinks. And, the weed water. Yeah. Go to our Patreon. That's key. Because, again, Ed. Not into Casper mattresses. Or boner pills. Or boner pills. Nope. What if the Weed Water dudes wanted to sponsor us? The Vibes Boys? Yeah. I just don't think I want to get in bed with old... With Big Weed? <laughs> I don't mind Big Weed. I don't like that they spell their name V-Y-B-E-S. Uh, with hipster spelling? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This guy's some like angel investor wannabe going out. Buying a bunch of weed. Yeah, I don't know. No, I think I'd rather have people go to Patreon. Okay, we're getting the hell out of here because, you know, Ed is just getting too... The CBD's really kicking in. Is it? Oh, God, yes. Your arthritis is gone? Exactly. (laughs) uh... (laughs) Exactly. uh, What's the eye thing you get where you can't see? Stigmatism? Oh, the the cataracts? The the glaucoma. The glaucoma. I'm kidding. I can see. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. You know, so send us an email or something. We like talking to the people. Oh, yeah. The it's high fun. Pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us something. Yeah. We'll go, I don't know, talk about guitars. Feels really good. Feels great, John. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Bye.